Today's a very special day, and I don't have a joke to start the show, but nothing changes if nothing changes. And if you want to hear the song right that's playing now, right now, make sure you listen to it called on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere with podcasts, in the case or uh, play, if that's the proper terminology. I kind of thought over it because YouTube's looking at me like, what are you doing? Take the motherfucking stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help your black ass. You goddamn right. But won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad because I'm brown. And not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit because I ain't the one for a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. And thrown in jail, we can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell. Fucking with me because... Oh, no, he's choking. It's Kasabian. Kasabian Lavo One. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. Today's episode is going to be a doozy. Strap your seatbelt in. Keep your arms and legs inside of the ride at all times because it's going to get wild. This is episode 145, everybody. Are y'all ready for 145? On this episode, we're going to be talking about free speech, hate speech, and public utilities. What does it all mean? I think that we need to have more dialect and, and less censorship. Today's Martin Luther King's birthday. That man was probably the most impactful person in the history of the United States. That's a fact. It, it, it goes like, the guy discovered the place. The first president, and then MLK changed our cloth. And it's, uh, it's, we have work to do. We're not where we should be. And, um, as eloquently as I can say, uh, we've, we've fucked up that dream in many ways. And the responsibility has to be on all of us to, you know, try to move forward and, and, excuse me, <clears throat> let's hate. I'm sorry, I got indigestion. Is that what it is? I did mushrooms yesterday. I wanted to take a trip and have an ego death before today because I knew it was going to be a, a sticky show. Um, shout out to all the podcast listeners, my A1 Day Ones. Shout out to the uh, YouTube viewership. Shout out to the Facebook viewership. Twitch, that one person that be watching me on Twitch, thank you. Like, you're the GOAT. You, you are a unique individual and... I'm going to send you a gift card if you email me and tell me who you are and show me that you follow me. Like, I need to see your name and shit like that. But we'll send you some, I don't know, like $20. Yo, get a sandwich or something. It's on me. Uh, what else? Um, What else? Who else am I supposed to shout out? Oh, shout out the callers. They'll call in later. Uh, let's see who wants to talk talk the tough subjects today because it is going to get... um. It's going to get pretty impactful. So I was trying to get a crazy deal going with Spotify when Spotify was doing all these uh, all these um, uh, contracts where they were buying up podcasts and they were making them exclusives and whatnot. And uh, it, it just it wasn't something that I wanted to do. Spotify bought up probably. 
I wish I had the numbers in front of me. I didn't really want to talk about them right away, but I kind of been watching their numbers and they keep dipping. But Spotify has pretty much the market share in podcasting on lock. And they kind of like bought mad, mad shit, including Joe Rogan's podcast for a ton of money. Um, it's not working. Like nobody's buying premium memberships. Nobody's really spending more or less time. Like, you know, the Rogan podcast is still Rogan, but honestly he's changed. So there is issues and there's things that are not uh, flowing as coherent as one would like, but keep an eye out on Spotify. Cause if it keeps dropping, you might want to make a purchase. If you're into stocks, that might be one. Another one before we get into the show, pump and dump is a term that is used in stocks when somebody wants to inflate something just to make it crash later. Basically, they pump a shitload of money into it and then they yank out. For example, uh, Bitcoin again took a huge surge up and a lot of people bought into it on the way up and, and it made a little bit of money. I don't understand what kind of money they have, but they did make a little bit of money. And for the past what week, they've dipped as well. These are things to pay attention, especially when um to pay attention to, excuse me, especially when major corporations are starting to get involved. You need to be aware of what you're doing and what you're buying. I will tell you this. If you do not know what Clubhouse is, learn about it. Pay attention to it, because when that company goes public, you may become a millionaire with the right investment. It's another social media platform that's working, and I, I'm no stock, the fair disclosure, this is me just giving out free information. Don't come to me for this. I'm not a stocks guy. This is going to be the next big internet boom, so let's pay attention to it. This is probably the only place on the internet, honestly, even though I don't like it yet, uh, I do want to use it more. I feel like it would be more useful on Facebook, but either way, as of right now, that platform is probably the freest speaking platform you could have uh on the internet like you can really have open dialogue and there's no censorship it's pretty awesome and it will be big it'll be a lot bigger than what it is now and it's going to be worth a lot of money and they're going to have a lot of market share so pay attention to them clubhouse and and clubhouse shout out you know take care of your boy send me a, a check you know what i mean give me a a cool little stage to do some things <sighs> man i'm glad i got that off my chest the spotify shit's been bothering me bro Shout out to Amazon, though, for putting me on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, today's episode is brought to you by klavo.com. Head over to klavo.com. That's K-L-A-V-O-E.com. Check it out. You remember I've been telling y'all we get new merch? If you watching the video, look. We got new merch, baby. Yeah. Friend of a corona survivor. They're limited. I'm only going to do them for probably 100 days. Then we have a, a K Lavo or Xavier Lavo, excuse me, just a T. I think it's like thirteen dollars. That you know, that's, it, it supports the show. So you know, every time you guys buy something from the from the merch or, or from the merch store or play a song or download a song, it all you know makes a makes an impact over here. And we appreciate you. And all your donations go to feed and the school five Puerto Rican babies. And it'll forever be that way until we can feed a million Puerto Rican babies. So. Shout out to the millions and millions of listeners and everybody watching. Head over to klavo.com. Pick up some merch. Uh, it ain't going to lift itself. Just dropped today. And there's like a really expensive Kasabian Lavo hoodie, which is this one. And it's um, it's a champion Kasabian Lavo collab. Yeah, I did that. Well, light stunt. You know what I'm saying? little something, little something, something. Anyway, head over to klavo. Go pick you up some stuff. 
there's no sales because everything is cheap and just so you know when you do buy something from us it's limited meaning like if this shit takes off and we become like super duper scooper duper like you got some some shit you can sell so i'm um, hopefully i can build your your money up this show is also brought to you by uh popple oh that was horrible damn it Xavier. popple popple is an rfu chip the digital business card watch this that's my phone uh, see that and then you open it my bad we were doing some streaming stuff earlier so it's on the thing that's popple look in a post-corona world wait i gotta set it up by the screen and i gotta do like my spiel in a post-corona world nobody wants your nasty business card and it's so much easier to just give somebody a landing page right on their phone they get your text, they get your website, they get everything you do. If you're a small business, if you just want to market yourself, whatever it is that you do, and you need to get yourself out there as a business person, this is probably one of the best things that you could do for yourself. Let me help you save some money. What I say last week, uh, big save will save you big bucks. Head over to popple.co. That's P-O-P-L.co. Tell them Lavo sent you. At checkout, use Kasabian Lavo, save 20%. As an entrepreneur, this is something that it's like the gift that keeps on giving. One, it's green. We're not knocking down any trees to make these. We're not using any crazy chemicals to protect the paper on the business card. So, you know, think of it as you're, you're shrinking your carbon footprint. One. Two, it's so much easier to be right in somebody's phone rather than give them a card that they're going to fumble around, probably never even use, drop, lose, or whatever the case may be. This way, you're right in their face. Not only are you right in their face, you can change your profile picture and constantly keep upgrading it so that they know what you're doing. It's always a good thing that to, to consistency is key, but there's a way that you can market yourself and brand yourself to stand out. Popple's the way to go. So head over to popple.co, get a popple today. Use saving Lavo at checkout, save 20%. You know, just let them know Lavo sent you. And um, get popple. Like, I really rock with them. Like, they dope. I got, <laughs> if we're going to keep, I might have to put the screen over here. But if I put the screen over here, then y'all going to see, like, the whole list. And it's going to look weird. So I don't want to do that. I'm trying to figure out how I'm supposed to uh, make this all work out. And then I got my phone set up because we were doing streaming on another platform. That's actually pretty cool because I might stream something else at the same time. Anyway. Anyway, I digress. I was going to say I digest, but that's not a thing. Why does it feel like we've been doing this for so long? I'm so tired, you guys. I'm so tired. So recently, we've had some blocking being done, done on the internet. And there's a couple of questions that have come to mind that I have. And I think um, they're decent questions that probably need uh, at least some discourse. Um, understanding freedom of speech. I feel like maybe we, we take for granted freedom of speech and not understanding that freedom of speech isn't a thing everywhere in the world. We're very spoiled living here in America. So by understanding freedom of speech, you have to understand that freedom of speech means that you can say what you want as long as you're not going to hurt anyone, right? No threats. Uh, you can say it in the public forum and, Freedom of speech protects you from your government, not from a private business. And this is where the issue lies, right? We have a private business that is so big 
that they can honestly destroy and pick apart your entire life by just blocking you if you have developed your entire business on there. And it's not that you built your entire business on there. Let's be honest. Twitter runs the world. Um, they're pretty, they, I mean, it's one of the largest platforms on the internet to, you know, to get your word across, even though only 17% of Americans use it. It's such a giant platform that anybody could become a millionaire with the right amount of followers because you can monetize anything on, like you can really become a brand if you're able to, you know, get a following big enough off of uh, Twitter. And uh, a lot of people use it to publish their papers and their work. And, and it's a lot of political jargon back and forth. And there's a lot of things going on on there. Uh, unfortunately, freedom of speech is not a thing on a private platform. We cannot hold them accountable for what their users say, which at one point in time on the Internet, Twitter and Facebook were held responsible for what you said. So if you said some crazy outlandish things, the lawsuits came down on them. And um, I'm going to put the number on the screen. Hey, if you guys are, are, are digging what's popping, you know what I'm saying? You, you picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, hit the like button, hit the share button, put us in a group. If you know any groups, put us in a group. Hey, there you go. I don't like that. <laughs> we are <laughs> gonna talk about that. Not you guys. Not you guys. Susan. Anyway, uh, it, it's not the government's job to regulate private businesses. They can regulate things that affect us all. And that I'm okay with. And that meaning licensing. Like, I don't I don't have an issue with the government saying you need a license to participate in certain things. I'm okay with that. I, I do agree with that because you can cause a lot of harm to people if you're in a business that, you know, you should be licensed and you should at least know basic rules of not committing heinous crimes and hurt, heinous crimes and hurting people completely on, on just like a, a fucking accident. You know what I'm saying? Just like some fuck shit. Uh, like tattooing haircuts you can ruin somebody's whole day bro with a bad cut like just go to school get your license and, and get to making money um i don't think the even the mask mandate i don't believe in the mask mandate uh, i'm a conservative i believe in less government i think we're adults and we can make decisions on our own and we should be able to if i can jump out of a plane i should be able to walk around and and either wear a mask or not wear a mask you, you should prove to me and i'm not saying don't wear a mask do what the fuck you want what i'm saying is that give me the information that i need the truthful information so that i can make a decision as an adult if i want to wear a mask or if i don't you understand what i'm saying um i don't believe in the big big brother hold your hand tell you what to do thing so when it comes to free speech and private companies where does hate speech sit because hate speech is subjective and free speech means all speech. And just because you don't like something doesn't mean that somebody can't do it. Like, that's not how life works. Right. Like uh, if we have an issue with one another and we have a disagreement, you have to be uh, intelligent enough to accept when you're wrong and just because like you can't view somebody differently for what they how they see things everything's perspective everything's perspective there's a funny meme you want to laugh at a meme it's kind of gross just you know it's explicit um it's two um it's the siamese twins they're both males one of them's gay they share the orifices in which love making happens so one is making love and the other one's getting taken perspective you know like six nine even the, not not the rapper the six and the nine 
Like when you look at it, it's all about perspective. You know, to some people, it's an end. You flip it, it's a you. You might see something that I don't see. Best example, you can ask two people that grew up in a home how their life was, and it'll be two completely different stories, and you'll be like, what the fuck? Y'all grew up in the same house? That happens all the time. Life's perspective. Just because somebody has a different opinion than you doesn't mean that you should shut them up. Like, I believe in discourse. Like, I love this. Like, I want to talk more. I want to know how you got there. Like, can I always tell people, get me there. For example, I had on my F, my my FNs. Fuck me. I had on my headphones the other day and somebody, and I started laughing and I said, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I'm listening to a podcast. They said, that's rude. If everybody can't hear it, you shouldn't be able to hear it. And I was like, is that how you feel? She said, yes. I said, wow, that's, that's strange because headphones are a personal device meant for personal use, not public use or group use. So if I'm wearing my headphones, it's because I want to listen to something that has nothing to do with you. And in order to not be an animal, I'm not going to walk around my phone on speaker while I'm in the casino listening to a podcast where they may say vulgar and rude things because I'm not responsible for what is said on this show. And me being a responsible person, I'm wearing headphones to keep you from listening to what I'm listening to. And now I'm having a conversation with somebody that I can tell you right now could not hold a conversation for more than three seconds. I literally said, how was your night? She went blah, 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 and then fucked off. That was it. It was so embarrassing. I was like, you made me stop my podcast to explain to you why people wear headphones. When were you born? You, you must be something special. Like, yo, I'm, I'm an 80s baby. We wear headphones so you don't, yo, and I come from the era where we used to walk around with boom boxes. Like, we was obnoxious with our music. Oh, yeah, and when I'm driving my car, that bitch be the loudest one you hear. I got music coming out of everywhere with big old speakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we're from. So when I'm wearing headphones, it's a courtesy. It's a courtesy. It's just an adult thing you do. And that, 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 that idea that um, how you feel should be how everybody feels is so disgusting. Like, because I'm having a good time and you're not having a good time. Now, I got to not have a good time because you. Nah, I'm good. I don't even know how we got there. I'm sorry. Sorry, it was a tangent. Oh, I had another good conversation. I've been in the casino, okay? The casinos are open. I ain't going to lie. I play poker. I like going out um, and, and, and doing that. It's a good way to uh, relax and, and, and really push your brain. And um, I have met some people over the past, like, three nights that I've been out. And it's pretty gross what you learn out there. What else are we gonna talk about? What else are we gonna talk about? I'll talk about I'll tell you that little story later. That was hilarious though. Um know your self worth. A lot of people will doubt you and shit on you. And I wanna tell you that you should definitely understand your self worth. And not only understand your self worth, um, put tax on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, stand on on what you believe and stand on on stand on on your word and, and on, on who you are you know you might start off selling food in the kitchen and then you end up with a restaurant a couple roach coaches a franchise who knows you know you might have started off doing nails in the house boom now you got your own salon you got girls working for you you know you might have started uh my furniture store came out the garage I had to buy a showroom and excuse me 
And what I did to leverage getting the furniture from the vendors was show them the lease to the showroom that I was going to get, but I didn't have it yet, which nobody read. They just saw my lease and saw the pictures and said, all right, cool. And then I told them to just drop off everything at my house. I didn't have the storefront yet. So they really don't drop off furniture at your house. But whatever. I had $20,000 worth of furniture, which is like three three footers worth of furniture in my house. And we sold everything in a weekend out the garage. We made uh, an extremely amount an extreme amount of money. I had my business license. I had everything. Everything was legal. I was paying taxes on all my money. Um, we had the delivery trucks already lined up on the side of my house. I had a giant house then. And we had our, our we had two trucks on the side of the house. And I mean, that's how this old stuff started. Right out of my garage. I would flip certain furniture pieces and then we sold brand new pieces. But it started off there. You know, and and, and Nobody could tell me to change my prices. Like I wasn't changing my prices for nobody, right? When people have a problem with what you're worth, that just shows you where they are. You know, the same way that people interpret your posts and people interpret what you say, you should pay attention to those things because that just shows you where they are. And it's a it's an eye opener. Don't come to me saying that my hoodie costs too much because Nike sells their shit for whatever. Who gives a fuck what Nike sells their shit for? Congratulations, Nike has put themselves in a position where they can sell their shit for whatever they want. Nike cut their prices in half and still make billions a year. Not my concern. My merch is for my people. We have I have two clothing lines that we don't talk about because they're just like autopilot. We invested in them. One of them we designed for a couple things and, and it does its thing and and that's that. I don't need to talk about it. But I've been doing that for over 12 years. Like merchandising isn't hard. I've merchandised now in, in three different fields. And if you could do one, you could do them all. The only thing I never did was food. And I think that sooner or later, Mandy's going to have uh, food coming in through her store. So it'll be a, a you know, a full on grocery like Quickie Mart style store. And we need to learn how to operate and merchandise f- food. But don't don't. Come tell me what something else costs. I'm trying to do me. Meaning you should do you. I'm going to support you on what you do because that's free. What's free for all of us is just support and and uplift. You know, if you post something, share it. Tell people about it. Um, you know, if that's your people, you're supposed to support. You know, go watch. Give them 10 minutes of your time. That looks good on their side. Um, this is all a numbers game. So, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, all these places where we are and where we're doing content. Like the goal is to have eyes on us and, you know, comments and, and to see engagement. That's all free, guys. Like that don't cost. That's that's a great way to support your people. Don't shit on your people because they see themselves at a point and a value that that you don't agree with because you can't see their dream. Like that's fucking that's that's the most disgusting shit ever. Um, let's talk about human rights. And um, what are human rights? Like, what should uh, should the Internet be a human right? More specifically, I think that's a big deal. I don't consider the Internet a human right. And it's hard to really discuss human rights because I don't even know if you can have Internet in every place of the world yet. So for you to say that Internet should be a human right, that would mean that we have the ability to provide Internet everywhere because like. You know, in America, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? Uh, We have certain rights off rip. Uh, People say that insurance should be a human right. I don't see how because I understand helping those who need help 1,000%. 
I think we had a great system before. You know, they like to tell us how Europe is doing and like to tell us how Canada is doing, but they don't tell you the, the, the full truths. Um, you know, 40% of Canadians are coming here to get work done. Don't you think that means that their system is fucked up? And can somebody tell me when there was a mass exodus out of America to get work done anywhere besides like DR? Can we just keep it a bill? Like motherfuckers running to DR to get their BBLs, but you don't hear nobody going to Europe or going to fucking Canada to get nothing done. All the plastic surgeries and all the crazy shits like this happen in Cali, Florida, New York, here in Las Vegas. Like, our medical system worked fine. Uh, I believe that we needed to figure out how to provide medical attention to those that couldn't afford it in a different fashion. But I don't think it, it, it would be like a, a socialistic a system where everybody's free because now you're diminishing what doctors are worth and that causes a big problem because once a doctor doesn't see his worth or her worth she's not going to give you quality work you understand like they go to school for a long time and they got to keep on studying like being a doctor you're a practitioner you continue to practice medicine because it changes like medicine has changed our diets have changed so much in six years that whole food pyramid was bullshit threw that out the window Nobody's watching that shit no more. Nobody's going by that weird ass pyramid. We've learned that that's all bullshit. This idea of telling people that um, being fat is okay to embrace yourself. No, it's not okay. It's very unhealthy. And we need to do everything we can to be healthy. No, I'm not bashing you for being overweight or unhealthy. What I'm saying is that we need to be healthy, which leads us into so many other things. But I wanted to continue to focus on human rights. And insurance is always a big one. But if Internet's a human right, then is housing a human right? Where does it stop? And then when do you how does the monetization come in? Like, how how do you value these things? Like a million dollar house ain't a million dollars if five of them are going for a million and they all look the same. Like my biggest issue uh, right now with with things and value is uh, the Escalade and the Palisade. One is $150,000 fully loaded. The other one is like $40,000 fully loaded and has probably more bells and whistles than the $150,000 one. I can buy three or four of them for what one of them costs. It's all value. I mean, it's all what you put value into. You know, certain cars are worth more because of what, how people feel about them, not necessarily because they're better cars. Um, how do you put value on medical attention? How do you put value on housing? Like, how do you, I don't know. That's why it, it, these, these questions blow me away. Cause when I hear stuff like the internet should be a human right, I go, bro, I think we have a lot of other issues that we should worry about before we worry about the internet being, uh, a human right. It, it, it blows me away. And, and Okay. When does the internet become a public utility? Fuck a human right. Will that happen in our lifetime? That we'll see the internet become a public utility that'll be governed and regulated by our government. Because the issue is that we're talking about a global economy and a global network. Um, You know, what we deem okay isn't okay in every country. Like, uh, a lot of people are very less traveled. And I think that they need to get out of the house more. And and try to go places where you can uh, go places where you can see the difference. For example, I was in Italy one time and I went to go order for some food, 
and I speak Spanish, and I thought I'd be able to get away with speaking Spanish to get some shit. Nah, they looked at me crazy, and nobody cared to try to speak English. They're like, bro, we don't give a fuck. If you don't speak Italian, get out. That's that's it. That's it. You know, in America, you know, we cater. So we try to do everything we can to help. In other countries, they don't give a shit, bro. They don't give a shit. For some reason, it, um, it doesn't translate well, you know? And for people that always have an issue with how America does things, because it always comes back to us. It feels like, you know, Twitter wouldn't exist if it was from fucking anywhere else. Uh, Google wouldn't exist if it was from anywhere else. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why the biggest companies in the world were developed and built here is because of freedoms. Like, it's that simple, right? But... Are, are these platforms now becoming public forums and public utilities in the fashion that we need to have maybe rights attached to them so that we can continue to have civil discourse? And just because you don't like what somebody says doesn't mean that you ban them. And you have to know the difference between going into a crowded movie theater and saying fire. Uh, uh, you got to know the difference between that and somebody saying a statement that another person's actions uh, damn that's hard to explain you you yeah, fuck this is hard walking into a movie theater and yelling fire is illegal because you're inciting a riot and that's it's just dangerous you can trample people people can die um when the president said what he said when four or five said what he said it was taken out of context by some crazy hillbillies that, and I'm sorry, I don't know if they were hillbillies. Whatever those crazy pieces of shits were, right? Those thugs, fucking thugs and animals. They stormed the White House Capitol. They didn't, or uh, the Capitol building, beg pardon. Be- pardon self, pardon self. Um, he said peacefully and patriotically, but that was taken out of context. It's not the same as running into a movie theater and yelling fire. Not at all. Just people took what he said and they applied it in the worst fucking way. Right. And now he's silenced. You can't silence somebody just you can because it's your company. And yes, I I completely understand that if I don't want to be silenced, don't use the system. But guess what? It's just fact that if I'm on YouTube, I have to abide by YouTube's rules in which uh, Google has, you know, a set of rules that they say, you know, this is our parameters for operating and using our system. And then you look over at a Facebook. Facebook has its own. Twitter has its own. Twitch has its own. And and you have to balance, you know. Like, for example, I own masters of my own shit. And if I play them, I will get flagged for copyright and the copyright claim will come to me from YouTube and they'll demonetize a video that's mine with mommy's. It's so weird, right? It's so weird. Facebook has done it to me consistent. Actually, Facebook has done it more than YouTube because YouTube at least pays me for my shit. Facebook will tell me it's copywritten and I show them that it's mine and nobody ever answers me. But I do understand saying that I'm saying I understand that I don't have to use these platforms and no one has to use these platforms. But we do have to abide by their rules, even though we don't agree with their rules. What I'm asking for is just the opportunity to have conversations where we don't necessarily agree eye to eye. And we need to be more open minded and stop being so. Um, damn. There's a word. When you take everything too literal, 
If somebody knows that word, put it in the comments. Damn, what's the word? Come on, y'all. I'm I got brain fog. Oh, I can't think of the, the proper term for when this is satanical, satanical, or tyrannical. It's one of those. Like when you take things too serious and too literal, and you OD on it, like you don't comprehend sarcasm. That's that's a a, a, a very telling of where you sit. But just be again just because i don't like what somebody says doesn't mean that i want to silence them like i don't care like i won't judge you because you do dumb shit i'm gonna judge you by you know how you move but or or excuse me i'm not gonna judge you by you saying dumb shit you know because you may not know it's dumb shit you don't know what you don't know um for example and i've given mad examples today because today feels like an example day and i think i might name the podcast today for example so uh i was having a conversation and somebody said uh you think the United States is doing well to take care of the coronavirus? I said, I think so. And then they said, well, China's doing better. And I said, well, ain't that a bitch? You been to China? No. Then how do you know? You weren't there. Give me the numbers in your county. Don't tell me what China's doing. You don't know what China's doing. Shit, tell me what Kentucky's doing. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can't be mad at you for saying that stupid ass statement, but I can understand where you got that statement from because you were trained to say that they've been repeating these things since day one. They've been telling us from day one that everybody else handled this better than us. China has 21 million people on lockdown right now. 21 million. Why? And I'm not talking about our type of lockdown, their type of lockdown. Sit your ass in the house. Don't come outside. Don't make no moves. Do what we say, when we say, how we say. And I think it was a whole weekend, and it might be longer. But from last I read, 21 million people were put in lockdown because there's a spike in corona out there. I thought China was doing better than us. Hmm. Although we have many cases that doesn't necessarily correlate into deaths or severity, we're testing more. Excuse me which is responsible of us. We know who has it, which is responsible of us. We are treating those who need to be treated. And we have a vaccine that was rolled out extremely quickly and should hopefully help. Unfortunately, the media, which is what scared me the whole time with Trump, which is why I said we need to get rid of him because we need uh, we need honesty, right? The media to make this shit look worse than what it was has been giving us false information. You know, like, I, I cannot believe any information you tell me from China because of the inform- because of the facts that have been brought to light from how they treat um, their media and how they give out information. I can't trust anything that comes out of China. I can't. It's not even acceptable for anyone that's in America to go, oh, China this. Like, no, China has a, 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 a dictatorial fucking... Uh, Dude, why am I drawing such a blank today? I'm drawing a complete blank. Yo, it is not a good day today. I was really having a good fucking flow, but I'm out of it. Maybe it's because I didn't smoke. Uh, I got fat over eye skin. Like, I need to go get it cut. Like, you know, he got his shit cut. Like, I think I'm going to go tell my eye doctor that if they don't cut my upper eye skin, I'm going to go blind because I can't take this shit. But when I smoke, it, get like, it gets extra hangy. And that's why I got to remove my tear tattoo because it's like right in the crease and like it wasn't, but like my skin has mushed. So now it's in the crease and it makes me look like I have like makeup on the corner of my eye. 
I'm gonna remove it. Um, I don't think it takes away from from what it meant. Anyway, um, why the fuck was I talking? I'm saying I'm not a brain. Uh, I, I, I got brain farts. Strong blanks. Strong blanks. I apologize. I probably was long winded today. Nobody called. I'm kind of upset that nobody called, but it's all right. We gonna uh, we gonna continue on. Um, but yeah, let's uh, finish up on this whole China thing and speaking on things that are going on around us that we don't know. You know, sometimes it's best not to talk. You know, something I do that I, I give people the benefit of the doubt and I give them credit where maybe they shouldn't get credit. Uh, for example, like when I hear something that I think is like simplistic, I'll try to make it seem like it's fucking Machiavellian and it ain't not at all. Not at all. It was just stupid as fuck. Sometimes you talk to people and you go, God damn, you're just dumb as shit. And you don't know nothing, but that's cool. Have conversations. Don't trust the media out of China. It's scary over there. This might get me in trouble. I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this. That shit scares me. I don't know what I can talk about. I hope you learned something today. I hope we, uh, I hope we kind of discuss. I don't know what we learned today. Did we learn today? I think we learned today. We learned today. It was a good day. So it was a good day. The reason why I played the song that I played at the beginning of the episode, by the way, is that hip hop has a lot to do with freedom of speech. They tried to take our freedoms of speech in the early 90s, late 80s. And if it wasn't for Uncle Luke and groups like N.W.A. and Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, um, Easy e all these people, we wouldn't have hip-hop. They tried to take our culture completely away from us based on freedom of speech. They, there was piles of fucking CDs, and they were running them over with, with steamrollers. Um, that was a crazy time. So thank you to N.W.A. Thank you to Uncle Luke. Um, was Tevin Campbell part of that, too? I think so. I'm not sure. There was a it was so many people that really stood for us. Um, uh, we would not have the culture we have today if they would have folded. So, shout out to them. Thank you for everything y'all done. We we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here without y'all. And freedom of speech is a big deal. And just because I don't like what you say doesn't mean that you don't deserve to say it. Uh, you don't lose the right to speak. You choose not to speak. And silence is probably one of the most deafening and powerful tools when people are speaking stupidly just let people talk themselves into the ground that's always good if you let them talk long enough you'll see them drop into a circle they'll just go bloop and just fall out all right beautiful people my name is kasabian lavo don't live in the past live in the moment be safe stay dangerous lavo loves you why